0: plenty Welcome to the Holy Healthy Mama podcast. I'm Kristen Noriega, your host, a registered dietitian, nutritionist, and fellow Christian mom. I provide moms with practical, uncomplicated solutions so you can feed yourself and your family with confidence and lean into an active lifestyle. I'm on a mission to make health the standard, and I believe it starts in the family with mom at the core. So whether you're filled with holy guacamole, the Holy Spirit, or have no idea what either of those are, I've got you covered, friend. Thanks for listening. Hey, friends. Glad you made it back to Holy Healthy Mama. This is Episode 9, The Foods You Should Be Eating. Now, a question I always get is, you know, what should I eat? I literally, someone told me, I only eat burritos and sandwiches. I don't know what else to eat. Well, here we go. Let's dig into it. I'm going to discuss the number one diet. I put that word in quotes. The number one diet you should be on. The foods you should be allowing into your body. Today, we'll be talking what foods you should eat, but we're not really going to delve into how much you should eat. So let's get going with our moment of encouragement. Today's moment of encouragement comes from this really famous book with multiple authors. It is called The Bible. <laughs> yeah, so in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do everything for the glory of God. That was 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31. So whether you eat or drink, or whatever you do, do everything for the glory of God. So here we go, talking about what we should eat and drink. Now let's flash back to 2014. My husband and I went on a vacation. It was our first overseas trip together. And right before we left, we found out we were expecting our first child. We were so happy, But it was like the really early stages of pregnancy, and we were a little iffy about traveling. But we went for it. And plus, I had never been pregnant, so I didn't know what to expect. But we went for it. So we went to Spain. And we traveled around Spain, or should I say, we ate our way through Spain. And we were there for two weeks. And the farther we got into it, the more nauseous I started to get. (laughs) And then we get down to the southern tip, and we're going to cross the Strait of Gibraltar, which is part of the Mediterranean Sea. That's the outlet from the Mediterranean Sea to the Atlantic. So we're crossing this little strip of water by ferry, and it is bumpy, and I'm <laughs> so nauseous. I am a person who gets car sick anyway, and on this boat ride, it was really rough and bumpy and then we get over to morocco and it is hot it's the middle of the summer it was july and and we have this tour planned it was just a little day trip and we get off and our tour guide is awesome and everyone's having fun and we're walking and we take a a bus ride and we're driving through the city and there's beautiful sights and then my husband rides a camel and I watch from the bus because I'm sick as heck (laughs) I take pictures from the window I don't even get out there and then we finally get to the meal that has been heavily advertised for this experience so we go into this typically Moroccan building, exactly what you would imagine, and it's colorful on the inside, and it's real tight, and we sit down at these tables, and there's just elaborate decorations everywhere. I'm not doing it justice here, but we get served our meal, and our meal consisted of lamb, which is a lean meat, and couscous, which is a whole grain, and some vegetables on the side that were like grilled and then you could either have water or wine or whatever you wanted to drink and this meal was so typical of this area some lean meats whole grains and vegetables and it was perfect because that's what I had always imagined we, I would be eating in the Mediterranean you know this simple healthy meal and you know what I'm gonna throw in that it was probably some olive oil in there somewhere some sort of healthy fat (laughs) so I paint this beautiful picture for you and bring you to this meal that I had in the Mediterranean because the diet I'm going to talk about right now is the Mediterranean diet yeah you like that little trick there huh I brought you right to it (laughs) I think I'm hilarious. to a fault. Anyhow, let's jump into the Mediterranean diet. What is this? Um, why am I talking about going on this diet? Because really it's not a diet. It's a lifestyle. It's a way of eating. It's sort of a pattern to follow. It's not restrictive. It's inclusive of all of the good foods that I would recommend to anybody. It is based upon having an active lifestyle, weight control, it's low in red meat, sugar, and saturated fats. And the coolest part is that it's regularly ranked as the best overall diet. A panel of health experts annually ranks all the diets that are out there, and they regularly pick the Mediterranean as the best one. So out of all the diets, it had to be relatively easy to follow, nutritious, safe, effective for weight loss, and protective against diabetes and heart disease. And the resource that I'm using for this um, will be included in the show notes for you, so you can read it yourself and evaluate the other diets that might be on this list as well. Some of them you're going to know. So there's three scores that each diet gets. So there's the overall score the weight loss score, and healthy score. And out of five, the Mediterranean got 4.2 for overall, 3 for weight loss, and 4.8 for healthy. A lot of the other diets that follow it are pitiful in comparison. (laughs) So what is this diet? What should you be eating if you follow this diet? All right, so the foods will be broken down into daily, weekly, moderate, and limited categories. In the daily category, you have all the things that you would guess right here. You've got vegetables, fruits, whole grains, and healthy fats. Let's look at each of these. So for vegetables, You're probably really familiar with all sorts of vegetables. You know, you can eat the rainbow in vegetables. You've got anything from green beans all the way to crazy kinds of greens that you can grow in your own yard. Or, you know, tomatoes. You've got fresh, you've got frozen, you've got canned vegetables. This diet emphasizes eating vegetables daily. I, as a dietitian, would tell you to eat three vegetables. Every day, three servings, one cup. The next thing is fruits. Fruits every day. You want to have two servings of fruit every day. That's my little interjection. This is just the daily category. Fruits, what are we talking here? You know what a bunch of fruits are. You have this whole rainbow of fruits that pops into your head as well. You know, you can see the grocery store, all these fruits. Fresh fruits are cool. Frozen fruits, if they're not sweetened, would apply here. Freeze dried fruits that are not sweetened are fantastic. And then once you get into sweetened fruits, it would probably knock out of this category because they have added sugars. Next, you've got whole grains. This is an area where I think people have a lot of questions, a lot of concerns, a lot of backlash. Whole grains get a bad rap for not tasting good. And that is because you haven't found one that you like. The difference between whole grains and things that are not are that the things that are not are more processed and have been stripped of all the good stuff. And then in a plant somewhere, they added back in some vitamins and minerals to them. The whole grains have these vitamins and minerals in them straight from the ground, straight from the earth. If it's not a whole grain, remember, it was a whole grain at one time. It came out of the earth, it grew, it had all these beautiful nutrients and vitamins. They took it into a processing plant, stripped it of the good stuff, made it lighter and whiter. Like white rice, white bread, those are the main ones that come to mind. White pasta, the traditional pasta, white flour. All of these things have had the nutrients stripped. And then in most cases, they chemically or through some process, dump all these minerals and nutrients back in to meet the regulations set for products on the in the market. This process is called food fortification and it's regulated by the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration. So that was just a little... Uh, Lesson there for you, side note, this Mediterranean diet focuses on whole grains, those that are more in line with, like, farm to table, uh, straight from the ground to the plate, straight from the ground, baked into something, straight from the ground, with all of its nutrients intact. Here's a few whole grains that you could consider. You have brown rice, oatmeal... Whole wheat bread, whole wheat pasta, barley, buckwheat, bulgur, millet, popcorn is actually a whole grain as well, and last but not least, whole wheat couscous. Like I had in Morocco. Somebody take me back there, please. Who wants to go? Any takers? Now moving to the last category of the daily foods you should be eating, we are talking healthy fats. What in the world are healthy fats? They are mostly unsaturated fats. They can lower your risk of heart disease and stroke. They can lower your LDL cholesterol levels. That's the bad cholesterol. They're just overall better for you. The types of good fats that you can eat include Olive oil, avocados, avocado oil, olives, nuts—in particular, nuts that have omega threes, which are like almonds and walnuts, flaxseed, uh, fatty fish has good fats in it, so that would be like salmon, tuna. And if briefly you just call to mind some of the like fatty, greasy foods that you try to avoid, those generally have. The bad fats, the saturated fats, the trans fats, the ones that are bad for your heart, bad for your body. So we want to focus on the good fats, the good oils, the good omega-3s. Moving to weekly foods that you should have. Four more foods. Here we go. Fish, poultry, beans, and eggs. These are your main protein sources. And looking at fish First, those healthy, fatty fish are the ones that are most emphasized. We're talking salmon, tuna, trout. Any fish is going to have a better fat profile than a red meat. So every week you want to have fish, poultry, chicken, of course. The next weekly item is beans or legumes. If you want to hear a little bit more about beans, check out... Episode 7, at the end, today's food trends, I talk about preparing beans over there. Okay, the next weekly item would be eggs. In the Mediterranean diet, it's not saying eggs every day, it's saying them weekly. They are a good source of protein, and they used to be a controversial food item here in the U.S. because they have some cholesterol, but it Research has shown that cholesterol in foods isn't what is harming our bodies. It's those other bad fats, saturated fats, trans fats, that are harming our bodies, increasing our bad cholesterol, increasing our risk of heart disease. So eggs aren't a bad food. Eggs are a good food, and they should be incorporated weekly per this Mediterranean diet. Moderate intake of dairy. I in general, support this. If you want to incorporate dairy into your diet, that's cool, but also if you don't want to incorporate dairy, that's cool too. I feel like dairy is one of those hot topics as well, and it's kind of a personal decision, and a lot of people struggle with dairy for various reasons. Uh, In particular, like when I'm breastfeeding my kids, I can't have dairy because they're intolerant to it, and I'm going to avoid it if it makes my kids upset, if it hurts their stomachs, if it gives them GI distress, if it makes them vomit, irritable, sleepy, cranky, any of those things, I am going to avoid it at all costs. So dairy, per this diet, is in moderation. Oh, and I can't fail to mention wine. Wine is also recommended in moderation per the Mediterranean diet. Now, if you don't drink wine, or if you don't drink alcohol, then there's no reason to start. That if you do drink it, consume in moderation. And that is more beneficial to you than over-consuming for so many reasons. <laughs> Talk about functioning the next day, right? Moderation, maybe a glass weekly, more or less. It's up to you. I don't want to make any hard and fast recommendations here in this episode. That's for another day. Moving to the limited category. The foods that are limited in the Mediterranean diet are red meats and sweets. Red meats are limited because In general, they have more of the bad fats in them, the saturated fats. You know, if you look at a steak and you see that big strip of fat, that is a saturated fat. And then sweets, because of all the sugar that's in them. So limit, moderate those amounts as well. The whole Mediterranean diet can be summed up as a pyramid, just like we used to see the food pyramid before my plate came out. That used to be the standard. Like when we were in school, we saw the food guide pyramid and it had all the fruits and vegetables meats and foods and all those things up to the very top. You would eat more of the bottom, less of the top. The Mediterranean diet has a food guide pyramid as well. It exists. Google it if you would like to see it. But, But right now I'll Put all of this information that I just threw at you into the pyramid format for you to make sense of it. So way back at the beginning, I had said that one of the principles is an active lifestyle. That's at the very bottom of the Mediterranean diet pyramid. It's not even a food, right? It's a lifestyle. It's being active. It's moving your body. That's the foundation. Then on top of that, you have your daily foods. Your vegetables, your fruits, your whole grains, your healthy fats. And above that, you've got fish and poultry and beans and eggs. Above that, you have dairy. And finally above that, you have your sweets and red meat. So your foundation is really plant-based. Vegetables, fruits, whole grains, healthy fats. Most of those come from plants. I guess exclusively all of those come from plants. To follow this plant-based diet, you don't have to be a vegetarian. You don't have to be vegan. You don't have to exclude anything like crazy. You just need to use your mind and use your head and incorporate the foods that are better for you. Make those the foundation of your meals. So you're focusing on your fruits and your vegetables. And then the other stuff is an addition to it you want to emphasize the good stuff and then add the other stuff as needed you always want to have a protein but that's not your focus focus on the fruits and vegetables and plant based foods how do you start this diet you ask Uh uh-huh yeah you want to know how to do this if you're not eating this way you start slowly you start by looking at the foods that are in front of you And you eat your fruits and vegetables first, and then you eat your lean meats or your fish. You start by cooking fish once a week. And I am guilty of this, I don't cook fish every week. Because I don't particularly like to cook a lot of meats like that. I don't know, it's really slimy. (laughs) But, okay, so that's my goal out of this. I'm going to start cooking weekly fish or salmon or something like that. Hold me to it, friends. For you, what are you going to start to do slowly, step by step? Is it going to be incorporating beans? Is it going to be maybe reducing your intake of red meats, Just a little bit at a time. If, like I I always have to say this, if red meat is your thing, that is what you crave, or maybe you live on a farm, or ranch, I mean, maybe you... Have cattle in your backyard and this is your indulgence. Then focus on something else. What can you do in your current situation? Can you add more fruits? Can you add more vegetables? Could you maybe incorporate a daily egg? A weekly egg? Or... If you drink wine, are you drinking it in moderation or are you having three glasses a night? So I'm going to wrap it up here. I don't want to drag on. Focus on getting these daily servings of fruits, vegetables, whole grains, and healthy fats. Weekly servings of fish, poultry, beans, and eggs, moderate dairy and alcohol, and limited red meat and sweets. Okay, rolling into today's food trends, the last segment of this episode. I'm going to use this same U.S. News and World Report that ranked the diets of 2020. And just FYI, friends, the keto diet, out of 35 ranked diets, it was number 34. So one was the best, which is Mediterranean. And then out of 35, number 34 was the keto diet. And the overall score, it had 2 out of 5, and for weight loss, 3 out of 5, and for being healthy, 1.8 out of 5. And just to remind you, the way it was, these diets were ranked, it was, they had to be relatively easy to follow, nutritious, safe, effective for weight loss, and protective against diabetes and heart disease. So, I'm gonna just leave it at that. You do you. However, just know that extremely restrictive diets and elimination diets aren't always going to be the best. So, the Mediterranean diet is inclusive of a lot of good foods and doesn't tell you not to eat anything. It encourages you to moderate and limit a little bit, but. In general, just eat more of the good stuff. That's it, friends. If you're wondering what to eat, eat these foods. (laughs) If you need more suggestions or you need some tips, you can follow me on Instagram. You can DM me. You can go to my website. You can email me. Get a hold of me. I'm here for you. I got you covered. I will help you figure out how to start incorporating some of these foods or start to pull back on some of the other foods that you think you could pare down on. I hope this was helpful, and we'll get more in detail as the podcast goes on. But this is just a glimpse into a healthy diet. Have a great day. Alright, thanks for listening to Holy Healthy Mama. If you loved the show, please leave me a five-star review. It will help with the show's visibility, initial and long-term success, and it will make my heart happy. All right, friend. Love your babies, say your prayers, and eat your greens.